Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Sex abuse charges against a music teacher. I'm Neil Augenstein. A move by Metro that would help Prince George's County land the FBI headquarters. I'm John Aaron. And as Russia mobilizes more troops, it agrees to a prisoner swap with Ukraine. We'll go in depth with WTOP's J.J. Green at 310. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Protests and arrests continue in Iran over the death of a 22-year-old woman detained by the country's morality police for allegedly violating the country's strictly enforced dress code. At least nine people killed in the protests. Masha Amini's father speaking through an interpreter. I still cannot believe she's dead. I don't want to believe she's not alive. The authorities made up a lot of lies. Iranian state media are saying she had health conditions before. But that's a lie. Independent experts affiliated with the United Nations say she was severely beaten. Secretary of State Antony Blinken addressed the UN Security Council about Russia's war against Ukraine. We cannot, we will not allow President Putin to get away with it. Blinken's comments part of a chorus of criticism aimed today at Russia, but Russia remains defiant. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov rejected Western accusations of abuses in Ukraine and accused the U.S. and its allies of covering up Ukrainian crimes, here through an interpreter. Everything I've said today simply confirms that the decision to conduct the special military operation was uh, inevitable. CBS's Camille McCormick says the U.N. Security Council is not expected to act against Russia since Moscow has veto power. The federal judge overseeing the case of those documents the FBI seized from Mar-a-Lago has revised her directive to the special master following an appeals court ruling. Here's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The appeals court panel said the Justice Department can proceed with its criminal probe into the handling of roughly 100 documents marked classified and that those documents should not be part of the special master's review of whether they're either Trump's personal belongings or somehow protected by privilege. And CBS News has learned the criminal investigation into the handling of those documents is once again underway. Hurricane Fiona, not done yet. She's churning up the Atlantic, heading toward Bermuda as a Category 4 storm. Rainfall is expected to be anywhere from 2 to 4 and locally up to 6 inches of rain as it passes by Bermuda. There will be at least a 2 to 4 foot storm surge. WCBS News meteorologist Craig Allen. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Walmart and Target plan to begin offering holiday deals and price matching offers earlier this year as Americans struggle with soaring inflation. Holiday sales are expected to be down from last year. Target plans to hire 100,000 seasonal holiday workers, down from 130,000 last year. Walmart plans to hire 40,000 U.S. workers for the holidays. CBS's Jim Crisula. Early Christmas deals at Walmart and Target will start the first week of October. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 303 on WTOP on this September 22nd, 2022. Mix of clouds and sun. Temperatures starting to move down at 74. Good afternoon.
afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Hillary Howard. Our top local story is something we all know very well, avoiding a government shutdown. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller says growing opposition to a deal involving a key senator could complicate the funding package. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin has had an agreement with Democratic leadership that his energy bill, which also fast-tracks a pipeline in his state, will be voted on. But Republicans oppose it. And Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine, who supports most of the legislation, now says he opposes the pipeline provision. That could make things tricky, since if it's tacked onto a short-term spending bill to avoid a shutdown, it might not pass. Still, Kane believes the matter will be worked out before the October 1st deadline. The White House will not allow it. Senator Schumer won't allow it. Speaker Pelosi will not allow it. We're not going to shut down government over a pipeline project. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. A music teacher charged with sexually assaulting young students during lessons at his home is off the hook for now. WTOP's Neil Augenstein reports the indictments were thrown out by a Fairfax County judge. Roger McKay was indicted on two counts of aggravated sexual battery. Police say he unlawfully touched a young student during lessons at his home between 2010 and 2013. He went on trial earlier this month, but after opening statements, the defense asked the judge to exclude any evidence other than the offense date listed on the indictment. Prosecutors asked the judge to widen the date range, but she dismissed the indictments. Sources in the prosecutor's office say they told the judge they planned to re-indict McKay. No comment yet from his lawyer. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. How did a Fairfax County guidance counselor keep his job despite being arrested and charged with soliciting prostitution from a minor? The investigation wrapped up and Superintendent Michelle Reed is expected to hold a meeting at Glasgow Middle School Tuesday night to share key findings. But WTOP has already learned Darren Thornton kept his job because Chesterfield County Police sent information about a 2020 arrest there to three bad email addresses. Thornton was arrested again in June of this year, placed on leave days later. He was fired last month. Well, then to Montgomery County, where Friday night lights became Friday night fights, and the athletic director of Gaithersburg High School is now accusing Northwest High School's football coach of assaulting him during that brawl at Friday night's game. This is according to Bethesda Beat. William Gant says Travis Hawkins moved aggressively toward him and a Gaithersburg player during that fight. Gant says he stepped in front of the player to protect him, and Hawkins hit him. Gant says he was struck again by someone later identified as a staff member at Gaithersburg High. Gant is alleging one count of second-degree assault in the complaint, which was filed in Montgomery County District Court. An attorney representing Hawkins so far is not commenting. Keep it here on WTOP after traffic and weather. Audi Field welcomes the Washington National Opera for Opera on the Field. I'm Jason Fraley. It's 3.06. Regency's biggest ever. This Saturday and Sunday, it's Regency Furniture's total warehouse liquidation at the world's largest furniture outlet in Waldorf, Maryland. Over $47 million of furniture inventory will be cleared out to the bare walls. Regency must liquidate everything this weekend. All top-name brands have been discounted up to 80% off. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and mattresses at massive price reductions. Hurry! Early bird specials start at 8 a.m. Saturday. Regency's total warehouse liquidation in Waldorf this weekend. 
Here's Dr. Tanu Luke, the Chief Strategy and Innovation Officer for the Securities and Exchange Commission on the discussion, Exploring AI-Powered Automation for IT Operations, sponsored by IBM. We have various tools and technologies the divisions that are looking at and exploring or using artificial intelligence, machine learning, and RPA. If you're talking about domains right now, artificial intelligence and RPA technologies, robotic process automation, just has applications across the board. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network, IBM. Today, what government needs most is creativity. So let's create AI with integrity, not bias. Security that protects your data anywhere. Cloud management that requires less management. And data fabric instead of data silos. Let's create at scale right now. Together. Let's prototype. Let's tweak. Let's test. Let's adapt. Let's create something that changes everything. IBM. Let's create. Learn more at IBM.com. It's 308. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thursday afternoon, off to a fair start on the Beltway, although it's heavy on the inner and outer loops near McLean and on the outer loop through Alexandria. The work zone in Springfield is clear. 395 southbound near Edsel Road. Police activity crowds the right side of the first exit lane. Uh, just distracted there southbound with a brief delay. Volume delays south of Lorton to get across the Occoquan on 95. And a little slow out of Quantico past Garrisonville. 66 eastbound near the Beltway. The work zone clear. Westbound a little heavy toward Fairfax County Parkway. So far so good. West of Centerville. Oak Hill, Herndon, a stretch of Bennett Road blocked at points between Fox Mill and West Ox Road because of downed wires, according to Fairfax County authorities. In Prince George's County on the outer loop, the crash between 202 and 50 is clear. We had one on a shoulder near the BW Parkway interchange, but it's on the shoulder. Wheaton, westbound Veers Mill Road near Newport Mill Road, single file past a work zone. 270, work zone incident-free between Rockville and Frederick. 50 eastbound sluggish but steady towards Sandy Point with two-way traffic in effect on the westbound span of the Bay Bridge. Downtown and on the southeast-southwest freeway along with DC 295, volume is steadily increasing. And in northwest, New Mexico Avenue blocked near Hawthorne Street, a car on its roof. Protect your home from the invisible destroyer termites. Call Home Paramount Pest Control for a free inspection. 888-888-HOME or homeparamount.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Look at that. Our skies are beginning to clear out nicely and with those clearer skies will come lower temperatures and much lower dew points. It will feel chilly. Weather was brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 76 in Washington. It's 310 now on WTOP. And now to Ukraine, where a lot has happened over the last 24 hours. The U.S. made its case to the U.N. Security Council for why Russia should face further censure and isolation over the Ukraine invasion. Meantime, Ukraine and Russia have completed a prisoner swap after months of negotiations. Joining us live, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green. Hey, J.J., what can you tell us about the prisoner swap? Well, this was a swap that uh, sent essentially more than 200 Ukrainians home and also gave Vladimir Putin one of his principal allies back, Viktor Medvedchuk, one of the most prominent people uh, he was released, uh, one of the most prominent people in, in Putin's circle. He was released today, uh, and uh, he had acted as the Kremlin's primary agent of influence in Ukraine for many years. And when he ended up in Ukrainian custody, Putin was very angry about that. 
Uh, and so they finally arranged this swap. A lot of the troops that had been uh, caught in the Azovstal steel plant down in Mariupol uh, and spent a long time now down there were released back into Ukrainian custody today. Well, shifting now to the speech at the U.N. from President Biden and to Vladimir Putin's announcement that he would be mobilizing more troops to Ukraine, what has been the reaction to all of this? Well, talking to the Pentagon today, um, you know, I spoke with Pentagon spokesman General Pat Ryder today, and he said our focus continues to remain on supporting Ukraine with security assistance as they defend their country. And, you know, he said Putin talked about threats to Russia, but the only country he said that's being threatened is Ukraine. And, you know, I talked to some other sources as well, and they talked about Putin's threat, the nuclear threat. Well, the thing about this is that, you know, there, there, there are two types of things here. There is a possible nuclear, uh, full-blown, traditional nuclear ICBM-type threat or a tactical nuclear threat. And the difference is uh, a full-blown nuclear traditional attack would be very harmful, very difficult for anybody to deal with. Uh, and the tactical attack would be very localized. But either way, according to the sources I've spoken to, throwing that out there escalates this to a new level. And the U.S. military is very much aware of that, and they're very much prepared to do whatever is necessary to meet the threat, to help, rather, Ukraine meet this threat. J.J., you know, talking about possibly using nuclear weapons is so big. It crosses such a red line. Is there real fear at the Pentagon that Putin would actually do it? No, they don't think that he would do it just based on the folks that I spoke to. And again, that whole piece about whether it's a tactical nuclear weapon or a real full-scale nuclear weapon, you know, that's kind of the thinking. And this has been out there, Sean and Hillary, for a while. I've spoken to people from other governments about this. There is a strong possibility that the Russian government might detonate a tactical nuke somewhere like the Black Sea or some, some desolate place where, there no, where nobody is. Uh, just, just to say we did this, and, and if you keep pushing us, we're going to do something bigger uh, and the whole thing is they just don't want to incur the kind of collateral damage to themselves that they would incur by using a nuclear weapon. So the Pentagon doesn't think, to my knowledge, that they will do this. Um, but the other part, part of the problem, again, is that they've escalated this situation by, again, introducing the, the possibility of using nuclear weapons. So the, the Pentagon and every other in, in military agency or an organization in the world has to take this seriously and watch very carefully what Russia is doing here. J.J., thanks. Thanks, J.J. You're welcome. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green. 314. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. 
Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. 1877 cars for kids K-A-R-S, cars for kids Donate your car today at Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Call 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or go online at carsforkids.org to donate today. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 315, Dave Preston as we get closer to the Commanders and the Eagles. And you know what? Quarterback Carson Wentz played against his former coach Doug Peterson in the season opener. This week he prepares for Philadelphia, the team that drafted him. Uh, a lot of really good memories from my time there, I'm not going to lie. A lot of great friends, a lot of great relationships that I made. Definitely will have some mixed emotions in terms of those things, but nothing crazy jumps out other than, you know, my time there was a whirlwind. It was wild. When you say it was wild, it means it was something, not just another team. Injury update, defensive events. Daniel Wise and Casey Tuhill did not practice. Week three begins with Pittsburgh taking on Cleveland. College football has Virginia Tech hosting West Virginia. Coach Brent Pry looking to jumpstart the Hokies offense. I think we got to run the ball a little bit better, more consistently. We've had moments. Um, I think our offensive line is certainly capable. You know, it's a little bit also about not being predictable. Thursday night game means Presto's picks are out a day earlier on the sports page at WTOP.com. NHL Capitals will begin this year, minus the injured Nicholas Backstrom and Tom Wilson forward TJ Oshie. Can't replace uh, 19 or 43. Just not going to be able to do it. So, uh, you know, we're going to miss them, definitely. They both look like they're in, you know, as good a shape as they can be in their stages of, uh, of recovery, though. So that's uh, super good to see. Regular season begins October 12th against Boston. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Dave. To the top stories we are following for you on WTOP. The deadline for avoiding a government shutdown is just over a week away, but on Capitol Hill, there are complications to reach a deal. It centers on a measure proposed by Senator Joe Manchin, which would clear the way for a pipeline in West Virginia. Republicans and even Virginia Democrat Tim Kaine oppose it. Well, they're still feeling the after effects of Hurricane Fiona in Puerto Rico. After it smashed roads and bridges, crews are still working to reach everyone four days after that storm lashed the island, causing historic flooding. Fiona is now a Category 4 storm and is headed toward Bermuda. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Next week, Fairfax County School Superintendent Michelle Reed is expected to share the results of an investigation into how a guidance counselor kept his job despite being charged with soliciting prostitution from a minor. That meeting is set for Tuesday at Glasgow Middle School. WTOP recently reported Darren, Tom, uh, Darren Thornton kept his job because police in Chesterfield County, Virginia, sent information about the 2020 arrest there to three bad email addresses. Thornton was arrested again this past June. He was placed on leave and fired last month. Coming up in Money News. Just under 45 minutes left in trading on Wall Street, and the Dow is looking to finish the day on a positive note. I'm Steve Dresner. It's 318. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's get back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Fairfax County, near Fairfax and Nova, a crash reported on Gallows Road at Woodburn Road. Downed wires blocking a portion of Bennett Road about midway between Fox Mill and West Ox Road. 
Thursday traffic getting heavier, mercifully avoiding major crashes on the Beltway and 66. Beltway traffic's getting heavier uh, through McLean on both loops and uh, around the outer loop toward Alexandria and the Wilson Bridge and in Maryland on the inner loop. You're now riding the brakes past 355 and over Connecticut Avenue and on the outer loop from Landover toward Lanham and Greenbelt. All lanes are open. West of Wheaton on Veers Mill Road, a work zone near Newport Mill Road had traffic down to one lane westbound on Veers Mill Road. Westbound on River Road still adjusting to the new traffic pattern at Wilson Lane. The right lane is blocked for a couple of weeks. 270, 95 Baltimore Washington Parkway, okay. 50 eastbound delays of east back. It's now just a brief delay to get across the Bay Bridge with two-way traffic in effect. The weather has improved. Winds are brisk, but not up to wind warning criteria. In the district, southeast southwest freeway, 395 along with DC 295. Volume delays are building. Northwest New Mexico Avenue is still blocked near Hawthorne Street, a car on its roof. That's not where that belongs. This Friday through Sunday, it's Marlowe Furniture's 72-hour power sale. Save 50% off all furniture, plus 60 months, no interest financing at Marlowe Furniture this weekend. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Here's the forecast with Mike Stinniford. As a strong cold front continues to move across the region, still risk of a shower or a thunder shower over the next couple of hours, mainly across the southern suburbs. Behind the front, it's going to turn rather windy. We'll see steady or slowly falling temperatures. Overnight, clear windy and colder. Our lows mid 40s to lower 50s. Sunny, breezy and much cooler on Friday with highs only in the mid to upper 60s. Sunny and pleasant on Saturday. The winds will be lighter. Highs low to mid 70s. Chance of a late day shower on Sunday. We'll get up to a high in the upper 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Parts of Calvert County, St. Mary's County in Southern Maryland getting some kind of rain. We've got some light rain here and there in the WTOP listening area. But things are starting to cool off. We're at 76 in Centerville. We're at 74 in Upper Marlboro. We've got 74 in northwest Washington, and it's brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up next on WTOP. How some Prince George's teens feel about curfews and the spike in crime. I'm John Doman. 321. Need new appliances? Be sure to get to Bray & Scarf for our incredible one-day sale. This Saturday only, September 24th. Get amazing appliance savings in-store and online with next day and two-day delivery on in-stock bestsellers. Buy more, save more on select GE Profile and Cafe packages with exclusive double rebates. Plus, free basic installation on select monogram appliances. Bray & Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer. That means number one savings and number one service. We give you the absolute lowest prices with our best price guarantee and factory-trained appliance experts ready to answer all your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Shop local and save now during the Bray & Scarf one-day appliance sale. This Saturday only, September 24th. Visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. Women's leadership is elevating our world and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. A 3% listing fee doesn't sound like a lot when selling a home until it's your money. Cap Center offers a 1% listing fee. That's an average savings of over $5,000. 
As a web manager, numbers are important to me, but so is service. My agent made the process a breeze. The savings that CapCenter provides was just a bonus. Keep the process simple and save money with a 1% listing fee. CapCenter. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit CapCenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. This is WTOP News. It's 323. Earlier this month, Prince George's County officials announced police would start enforcing a curfew with the hope of driving down a spike in youth crime. No one said it would completely solve the problem, but there was hope it would have some impact. And some teams agree it's a start, but more needs to be done. Even teenagers who support the curfew say it's going to take a lot more to reverse the trends in crime among youth. And a lot of crime is actually during the hours of 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. I mean, I know it's not going to stop all the violence, but I know that um, it has a chance of lowering it. But 15-year-old Jaden Libby Gonzaga of Bowie and his friend, 14-year-old Shalamaya Griffith Johnson, say to really get to the root of the problem, more needs to be done to engage and keep teens focused in school. Griffith Johnson says one approach might be more. A small group or one-on-one -on -one sessions with kids, I think that'd be really helpful considering the fact that I feel like a lot of kids don't have somebody to talk to. Also some uh, recreational activities to occupy teens. John Dome in WTOP News. How do you feel about ranked choice voting? Arlington is asking residents to share their thoughts on the county's website so they can be considered before decisions is made about using that system for Board of Supervisor elections. Ranked choice voting gives voters the option to rank candidates in order of preference. Candidates who get more than half the first choices would win. However, if there's no majority winner after counting the first choices, the race would be decided by an instant runoff. The candidate with the fewest votes is eliminated and the process continues until one candidate gets more than half the vote. Hey, last year, the Washington National Opera brought opera in the outfield to Nats Park. This Sunday, it's changing the title to Opera on the Field at Audi Field. We broadcast a free performance of an opera, and people can sit out on the grass or in the stands, and you can watch the opera. Timothy O'Leary of the Washington National Opera will screen a Kennedy Center performance of Carmen on the Jumbotron. The entrance of the bullfighter goes, Toreador on guard. Everyone's going to be singing along in the stadium. <laughs> he hopes the free event will win over new opera fans. It just also helps demystify opera. A lot of people think of opera as formal or almost elitist. When you do it in a sporting stadium, it just kind of brings it down to the origin of opera, which is that it's fun. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. WTOP at 325 with Money News at 25 and 55. Let's get back to Steve Dresner. And Sean, just about 35 minutes left in trading on Wall Street. And the Dow has been flirting above the line and below. The line was up three a couple of minutes ago. Now it's down seven. The S&P 500 is off 18. And the NASDAQ remains down in triple digits, currently down 114. New jobless claims rose by 5,000 to an overall total of 200. And 13,000 for the week ending September 10th. The number of people already collecting unemployment benefits fell to 1.38 million. This morning's new figures are still near a 50-year low. And yesterday, we learned that new home starts rose nearly 12%. However, mortgage rates have reached its highest level since October of 2008. And according to new figures released this morning by Freddie Mac, and compared to last week, a 30-year fixed mortgage increased by about a quarter of a percent to an average of 6.29%. A 15-year fixed 
increased by one point to an average of 5.44%. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. At Whole Foods Market, get organic Fuji and Gala apples for $2.49 a pound through September 27th. 